Hey everybody, welcome back to the Family Mart Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Jay. Welcome back. If you are watching this on YouTube, you will notice that we are back in my room. Ha <laughs> We left uh, Jay's house and decided to move the podcast to uh, my room just because like... Honestly, we had a bad episode, so <laughs> we scrapped it and we moved the whole setup to my room. So hopefully this, you know. Hopefully. Changing the vibe works for a lot of things, dude. Yeah. I like it. I, I, do, I, I do enjoy the, uh, you know, the switching up of the environment. Um, the one thing that I, I'm not really a fan of, which is kind of related to the vibe thing, is studios with that are dimly lit. Dimly lit? I think that's, is that, that right? works, yeah. Okay, yeah. Studios that are dark. I like making music with um, natural light coming in. Like, I don't have any plants in here, but if there were plants in here, I'd like that. I just don't like the the dark vibe of of most studios now. I do yeah. enjoy working in a natural light area, but I also really like dimly lit, as you could tell from my house. Yeah, like it just the pod that we the room we record the pod in is usually pretty bright, but then when it comes to my room, like it's just dark like it kind of i don't know for some reason it kind of makes me uh, like sad does it not it's moody yeah yeah do you i guess i mean if you like being moody then that's perfect for you you are kind of a moody character yeah uh, yeah i am that guy <laughs> yeah you bring the mood is it contagious um <laughs> like when not especially if i'm feeling down but like no you i think it's just because i've known you for so long that i just know that's what you are like you're, oh, okay. you're a moody kind of character i don't know if that's what you bring to the table for as far as like other people maybe would you not want to be that way to other people i just don't want my mood to bring other people down mm. so you just want to be down by yourself and not bring yeah like down. who wants to who like well because you know misery loves company and like people who are upset like to make other people upset because they're hurt people hurt people hurt people bro when Charlotte McGain said that, dude, that shit hit me in the feels. I felt that. I wish that was the thing more than uh, keep that same energy. Yeah, honestly, I'm not really a fan of the keep the same keep that same energy saying. Yeah, like I fuck with the idea. Yeah, but the saying is like, yeah, it's kind of out. It goes without saying. Nice. You know? you know what I'm saying? Damn, we're good at this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so last night we watched UFC 241. Um, the main card was uh, Stipe Miocic and Daniel Cormier. Unfortunately, Dan- DC lost, who which is the guy that I was rooting for. Un- like everybody that was we were watching with, aka just you and Mers. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wanted uh, Stipe to win just because like everybody thinks DC looks like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I just so. it's just when I watch DC, I'm just like. I just don't see his winning condition a lot of the time. Yeah, but his stomach—it's big and it like, it's it's protruding, but it but retains it's, form. It's rock hard. Yeah, he has one of those like, I guess that's a dad bod. Well, he—I feel like he's he a dad. Ha- he has the he has the the um the next level dad bod. Like he has the fit dad bod. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's still a dad bod. He definitely sure. has the. How should I how should I describe it? Like he was fat, had a baby, and then got fit. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And he did lose, so Yeah. I mean but dude was like what, holding two belts at the same time. So yeah. you know, that shit's all over what I think about him. It's true. Yeah. I, you did say that yesterday. You're like, he has two belts. What what the fuck do I know? Yeah, what the fuck do <laughs> I know, dude? <laughs> and then the second fight or the the co-main card, the co-card was uh with Nate Diaz and Anthony Pettis. 
Um, I was going for Nate Diaz just because, like, I'm a, I'm a Diaz fan. Unless he's going against Connor, then, like, you know, I have to root for my man Connor mm-hmm. just because, like, I'm all, I'm all over his nuts all the time. <laughs> Even with any sort of controversy that comes his way, I'm I'm a ride or die. I really enjoyed that fight because you really got to see them bust out, like, some 4D chess grappling. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of seeing grappling. Um, you know, I know it's not, like, a fan favorite. You, most of the time like you people just want to see slug fests like well, they just want to yeah. pe- see people swinging um but to see people cheering on like grappling and jujitsu it's like it's cool to see that yeah i like to see good grappling whereas yeah. not not where one side is super good at it and then the other was like he doesn't want to be on the ground at all that's not fun right to watch. yeah yeah it's it's fun when they're when they're both engaged on the ground and yeah they, and they both want to be there and like battle it and out. they both welcome it yeah yeah it's it's it was uh it was it was good to see and I don't know. Overall, I think, you know, streaming illegally is the way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, ESPN Plus or whatever is big trash. Have you tried it? Uh, I think I tried to show my dad and I was like, this is not it. Is it? Are we throwing ourselves under the bus by saying we stream the fight or what? Are we not supposed to say that? No, that was hypothetical, right? Oh, yeah, you're right about that. (laughs) If we did stream the fight. It's pretty cool. It uh, would be. It works well. It would be. It would work well. Yeah. Minus all the ads and stuff. Oh, yeah. It would work well. People, you know, just stream with a Mac. Is it true that Macs uh, are better at fighting off uh, viruses than than Windows computers? I don't think it's so much that they're better at fighting off, but most viruses are targeted for the bigger community, which is Windows or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's what they're built to attack. Mm, Okay. I feel that. Well, Windows computers are cheaper. And worth, uh, they're better for your bank yeah, than, and, uh, uh, than a Mac. Macs are overpriced. And yeah, but I have a Mac. So, I mean. But the Windows thing, you know, you can customize it like pretty easily. So yeah, that's you, what I really enjoy about it. <clears throat> the thing that like when I was deciding to buy a computer, um, I was just, I was really torn between saving money or just getting something that looks cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I and I got this because it looked cool. I mean, which I, I you know, a lot of uh, attention goes into like the Max design. So yeah, it works. Shout out to Mac. Shout out to Rocky. Shout out to Rocky. He's free. Fuck all those Swedish people that left mean comments on our page, dude. How is our most popping videos because of the Swedes? No, I'm playing. No, it, not not fuck you to the Swedish people, but those people did seem a little biased in their comments. Because so if you don't know what we're talking about, ASAP Rocky was in jail um you know you can look up the story we've talked about it plenty of times but we had a segment on our youtube channel where we talked about rocky being in jail from a non-biased perspective i feel yeah we were just pointing out the facts we were just pointing out the facts of what the evidence was showing and it seemed like he was innocent yeah right mm-hmm. and all those swedish people in the comments were really upset like we were fucking as if we as if we're making the rules yeah like we don't make the rules like it's it's your country that's making the rules and they were saying like you guys are so biased you don't know all the facts you don't know all the evidence like neither do you yeah and look he's free so fuck you (laughs) yeah he's free um he is he isn't serving jail time but he is on probation right yeah so and he has to pay off like a thousand dollar fine is that it or thirteen hundred dollars or something like that oh well, yeah, two-year probation. Probation. I think Rocky said as, at his latest show, he's just not even going to go back to Sweden anymore anyways. Damn, that sucks for all those Swedish fans. Yeah, the ones yeah. that, like, genuinely, like, w- like them. Rock with them. Yeah, yeah that rock with them. Nice. 
I mean, they can easily fly to any European country for like $36 with a carry-on. Hey, man. Y- Europe traveling is the way to go. Yeah. It's fucking cheap. I'm not shitting on Sweden either. Like, I just went to Ikea the other day, so. Yeah, and Jay's been, Jay, Jay's been at Ikea, like, <laughs> the most he's ever been at Ikea in, like, the past 10 years. Yeah. In, like, the span of six months. Yeah, I mean, dude, Ikea, some things are cheap, but some things are made pretty well, so. So do you think you have things that are made well by Ikea? No. (laughs) I have the cheap stuff. Nice. (laughs) I mean, you know, they're making affordable furniture for people who want shit to last for like three years. Yeah, it's affordable furniture and with good design. Yeah, good design and, you know, it looks cool. It's very uh, minimalist. Like, weren't you impressed by my raising table? (laughs) Yeah, I was. It was, it's, you know, I don't know how long it's going to last with all the (laughs) shit that you put on it. (laughs) It has a 10-year warranty. Oh, does it? Yeah. Wow. So if any fuck-ups happen, go straight to them. 10 years in one day, it's just like, it falls apart. Goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they, maybe they, maybe they do the, the 10 year, uh, the 10 year warranty because they know that it's not, people are so indecisive with what they want that they're just going to switch what they want after like five years anyways. Oh, I see. So yeah, this guy's not going to fucking keep this table for 10 years. Yeah. Like, look at him. <laughs> He's in here every day. <laughs> when I was putting it together, uh, I thought I fucked up. So I, I started to Google the table and then I saw, all I saw was the people complaining about it. I was like, oh my God, I got oh the wrong God. fucking table. But once I put it together, I was like, oh, this, well, this the instructions fire. are pretty clear, right? Yeah, I think putting uh, together IKEA furniture is mad easy. They they make it. They put you in a position to win. So if you're fucking up, it's not on the instructions, and it's probably because of something you did. It's yeah, big most user likely. error. Yeah, with most things in life, they're usually user error. Yeah, like a lot of the the customer service that I do on my website is for people who didn't receive their sample pack. But it's because they put in an extra zero at the end of their name instead of just putting five zeros at the end of their name so they put six hmm. you know what i'm saying so they they are the ones that put in the wrong email oh, I see. but they're blaming me for not receiving their kit like a lot of the sats is just following instructions really yeah you ever got that you ever got that test in class where um it has all these instructions and then it says somewhere at the bottom like please do not answer any of the questions yeah I have but then most of, the, most, most of the students go through the entire test, and, and it was just, like, to show that students don't read the instructions at all. Yeah. I, I have gone that, and what do you know? I read through the instructions, so I didn't do shit. Damn. <laughs> well, you, you are, you are a, a reading type of guy. I'm a reading-ass dude. Yeah. Like, you, so. you do like to, you do like, to uh, like, read the instructions and yeah. see what the fuck is going on with the words. For sure. <laughs> That's why a lot of times when we're, if we're doing something, and then we kind of just dive in, and I'm like, hold on. Let's just read the instructions, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, instructions are there for a fucking reason. Yeah. So you should read them. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, the other day, last week, recently, uh, Yandi was leaked by Kanye West. Not by Kanye West, but the Yandi album by Kanye West was leaked. And I took a listen to it. How much of it did you listen to? I listened to the first two minutes. Nice. I, listened, I also listened to the first minute. Um, and I heard Ty Dolla Sign on yeah. the first track. And it didn't seem like... I was supposed to be listening to it because of the quality of the audio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely so, sounded like um, reference. Yeah. It sounded like somebody was recording it from their phone, like mm-hmm. the session, the actual se- session. 
yeah like like he wasn't supposed to bring his phone in but he just left it on a recording put it in his pocket yeah like that's what the album sound like so i was like i don't want to i don't want to ruin my experience by listening to this but know? from that minute it did sound good yeah it did sound good i liked what i heard i didn't even i don't even think i heard any con well maybe i did maybe i did hear a little bit of kanye but mostly ty dollar sign like i like the way it sound did sounded and then um and it the whole thing is still on youtube after like five days now and how is it still up there <laughs> i'm telling you dude i feel like this could fall under the leak theory because kanye wants to see what people what are is. feeling yeah how they feel about this sound but damn so like then the real project is just not going to sound or not going to be anything like that right well i think if he gets positive feedback like if he gets feedback on like let's say six songs that are like positive feedback on those songs i think he's gonna tailor the album to sound like that and this is just a a fucking conspiracy that i just made up now i don't know if this is true or not it's a fun conspiracy but i think if he if people were saying like yo track one three and seven are bangers then he's gonna go back to the lab and make things make the album around that i just feel like if you're gonna put out like say the sound is somewhat new right we're refreshing compared to what is um being consumed right now Mm -hmm. then you're kind of spoiling it for when it really does come out yeah for sure that if he is really doing that which i i mean i really hope he's not because i think kanye's always just been the guy to just do whatever he wants and then if he will come then people are going to come yeah he does dictate the sound yeah which he hasn't in in well actually no that's 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 completely false because I think the whole auto tune thing has stemmed from Kanye yeah for sure the whole auto tune wave like we just listened to two songs before this podcast that all, all had auto tune <laughs> and it's because of Kanye even though uh, who was using auto tune before Kanye Kid Cudi T Pain T Pain but T Pain wasn't the one well he probably had a little bit of influence but not as much as Kanye with 808s like T Pain was using it but he just didn't have influence right so then kanye drops 808s and then that starts the wave i think that broke that broke down the door and the barrier barrier to use it in that fashion there we go (laughs) (laughs) i had to do it for you thank you you know when you like listen to people talk and they're like have that shit and they're like man i can't wait till he clears his throat yeah (laughs) like damn to give your man some water (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um, just the impact that 808s and Heartbreaks had on... Um, and Heartbreaks. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, <Plural>. sir. <laughs> 808 and Heartbreak um, had on the culture and the effect that it has on the culture now. It was like a, It's like a trickle-down effect. Like, I think Ye influenced Travis in a way, even though I do think Cuddy had a lot of influence on Travis. Mm-hmm. But I do think if, if Ye wasn't in that, then I don't think travis would be what he is today yeah um, and i think travis birthed a lot of shit hell yeah uh, everything i feel like a lot of things that we're hearing now as far as like melodic trap and slowed down trap mm-hmm. is uh due to travis yeah he opened the door for people to feel comfortable using autotune yeah especially in like the rage way yeah also it gave people a chance to sound like drake um without having to really sing yeah without having to really sing yeah which is i it's crazy how that is right like people wanted to be like drake even though people were hating on drake in the beginning but Mm -hmm. they saw the success and they low-key liked the type of songs that he was making like the singing type of shit on a on a up-tempo rap beat um but they couldn't do that because they couldn't they couldn't sing and then they heard travis on all of his projects singing on trap music 
and now they're like yo we could be like drake and travis let's fucking get it yeah so happy fifth birthday to days before rodeo uh, officially today august 18th and uh where it is it's coming to streaming platforms nice i wonder what the, what type of uh work they had to do to i guess clear samples that were on that and like yeah get shit approved like you think it was especially difficult or they just had to it just took a, a moment for him to be like yo we should just put this on and then they're like mm, cool. they probably it probably has been a thing for a while like it's probably been in the works for a long time and I now see. that it's they finally cleared all the samples and gotten the approval from whoever they have to get approval from i think it's i i think they like if they could have just put it on streaming platforms like they without having yeah they would have just they would have just done it i guess ago. that's a benefit to uh signing to a major huh yeah you have all that backing and backing to clear samples mm-hmm. and just have the um the funds to fucking to do the cool shit that you want to do yeah yeah and also kids is coming to streaming platforms as well right yeah just some motherfucking lids <laughs> <laughs> had to say it again <laughs> So shout out to kids. That's definitely my one of my favorite projects and most nostalgic projects to uh, reflect on now. Yeah, like some projects more than others. Once you put it on, like just sound that they they really bring you back. Yeah, they bring you back to a time that um, I guess <laughs> you were listening to it. There's a lot of music that like pieces of music because back then I I didn't really listen to songs. I listened to like albums while I was in school. You yeah, know what I'm saying so like. Uh, there's a lot of albums and mixtapes that I gravitate towards, and it's not really like I can't really pinpoint songs. I can just pinpoint albums. Yeah, I I still listen to music albumly, yeah. <laughs> albumly, <laughs> <laughs> albumly. Nice. But I think Days Before Rodeo um, was the was 808s in its own way. Yeah, for sure. I think um, the uh, beat like s- sonically, I think it's definitely a little different yeah um wait you said days before radio right yeah uh sonically i think it's a little different but i think they're they're related yeah they're related Mm -hmm. like it's definitely it's kid it's kid yeah it's kid cuddy Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's uh it's a derivative of 808 yeah and i love auto-tune and all but sometimes people are just not using it properly yeah there's a well I guess they're they're not using it in a way that you enjoy it. Okay, yeah, there you there's go. no there you there's go. no proper way to do anything yeah, there you really. Go. But you're, they're not using it in a way that's pleasing to your ears. Yeah, or like they're kind of just doing it just to do it to is what it sounds like to me. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I've been I man I've been messing around with auto tune a lot mm-hmm. lately. Um, and like all my music, and the more I get to know auto tune, like the more I know how to use it instead mm-hmm. of it using me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, cause there's a way that you can use it to your advantage to where you can get the, the sound of auto tune, which people love. And I love the sound of auto tune, but you can use it in a way that's tasteful and it's not overbearing. Yeah. There you go. Tasteful. Yeah. That's the fucking word, dude. Yeah. It's a beautiful word. So, and, and like I, I do, we do hear a lot of music now that uses auto tune, but I think they're just using it, uh, like not as a layer to the overall like sound design right it's kind of just there because they want to sing and like yeah like sometimes it clashes i don't know i i I don't know anything like about theory or or design but like it just sounds like it clashes at times yeah for sure but i think it's a um if you can use it tastefully i think more power to you yeah you know it's when people dm you like yo what's your vocal chain dude that that okay so i have like there's like 
three DMs that I get most often. One is the feedback one for sure. People always ask for feedback. Two is the um, what did I whatever I said earlier. I forgot what I said earlier. Uh, tastefully. No. Oh, vocal chain. Vocal. Well, fuck. I'm fucking this whole thing up. Yeah. The, <laughs> people asking about my vocal chain is like one of the top DMs that I get. It's on my Instagram highlights. If you want to see it. It's there. I've also made like a few YouTube videos about it now. It's very, very simple. I'll even say it here. It's just from fucking auto-tune, reverb, some chorus, delay. Um, and on the second layer, there's a little bit of overdrive, which is a distortion. Nice. So, I mean, use it how you will. But let me be clear. Like, once you put those effects on your vocal chain, your voice is not going to sound like mine. Not saying that I'm better than you or that you're lesser than me, but because our voices are different and the way you're going to use it is completely different from how I use it, it's not going to sound exactly the same. Yeah, you got to use the tools to shape your voice exactly. your own way. So you have to take time to learn it and um, you know use it in a way that's uh, that improves your voice and it improves your overall production. And that's how, you know what, and, and that's, it took me a long time to realize, like, that the way I'm using it, it's, it's, it's more of an instrument. I mean, yes, your, vo- your voice is an instrument, but the way I see it, it's like, a, my, my voice is like a synth. Yeah. You know? And, um. That's how I view a lot of, um, auto-tune focused ch- songs. Yeah. Like, the voice is the synth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's super interesting. Like, the, the way I used to use auto-tune before, I'd, I'd have to get into, like, a really high register b- to hit certain notes. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm learning more about my voice, like I can, I, so when I record reference vocals, I always sing in that high uh, octave. Mm -hmm. But once I get the melody down, then I can bring it down an octave because I know how to use my voice in the lower registers because I have that reference. I see. That sounds fire. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's, it's, dude, it's taken, (laughs) I mean, I bought AutoTune maybe like five months, six months ago now. I think it's been longer than that. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe at the beginning of this year. Yeah. And I'm just getting to a point where it's like I'm really comfortable with using it and knowing how to shape my voice to make it sound the best that I can. Yeah. So you just got to put in the time. It's like with, with anything, anything, dude. With fucking making clothes, making music, whatever. You just got to put in the time. Yeah, put in the time. Just got to start at least doing it. Yeah. Start doing it and fucking fuck up you'll figure it out from there yeah. yeah you'll figure it out from there no one's ever gonna get it right on the first shot yeah and that reminds like that uh makes me think about youtube too like a lot of people are scared to start youtube because of all these that these uh, implications you put on yourself yeah it's um Man. it's uh debilitating for sure yeah the doubt that you have is whatever is stopping you more than anything else yeah like because there's really nothing wrong with failing dude yeah. There, there isn't but it, it took it, me so long to grasp this idea yeah that feeling is okay yeah that feeling's okay and like really the only way you're gonna get better is by doing it mm-hmm. or I, I would always i would always like get in my own head and be like oh i'm gonna plan it out it's gonna be like this this isn't this, and this. Mm-hmm. but now the way is just like i'm gonna do this and then the next thing is gonna come to me and now it's organic yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> organic dude that organic it's a vibe it's a vibe dude failing is a vibe Failing is a vibe, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's it's definitely a lot. It's easier said than done, for sure. Like we yeah. could we could be on here and saying like, oh, you need to fail, you need to fail, you need to fail. But yeah, that that gets preachy. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be preachy. I mean, look at look at this podcast. Like we fail all the time. We literally just failed yesterday or the day before. Yeah, like we recorded an entire episode. 
it was the shortest episode we've ever recorded and we scrapped it she was ass <laughs> <laughs> and this one might not be any better but <laughs> but the point is like you just gotta keep going yeah gotta keep you know? and keep who, on but, swimming. but who are we to really say anything like we've barely built anything with this podcast but i think over time like by us following our own advice even though we haven't i mean i think we've followed that to a certain extent sure. like fi- like 51 episodes is a long time yeah we're almost at a year yeah in, in like two weeks. straight we haven't missed one episode yeah we haven't missed a tuesday 6 a.m episode in a year ever yep in the history of this podcast we might be the most consistent in the game in the game hell yeah dude <laughs> while we're on the topic of the podcast <laughs> dude do- doing this podcast has taught me already a ton of things as far as like doing things on my own and it put me in a rhythm to like work every day and work to put out something every week and Mm -hmm. consistency and it made me like my own voice so there you go dude if anyone wants to to do something easily start a podcast yeah start a podcast even though you're not like you could literally like let's say you you're really into i don't know toy story like, let's go. say you're one of the biggest Toy Story fans that you know. You could literally start a podcast tomorrow all about Toy Story. And you could just break down Toy Story. You could talk about Toy Story conspiracies. You could talk about... Fan fiction. Fan fiction, which is makes me a little uncomfortable sometimes. Hey, but... be like that. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that shit makes me uncomfortable, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Most fan fictions make me uncomfortable. Have you read some before? Yeah, because I'm like, because I'm in the anime community, so like right. I come across it all the time. Yeah, and it's like a lot of people like to put two dudes that had no interest in each other like together, and it's just I don't know. It's weird. do you read it? No, not not really. Damn. Like I headline read it, and I'm like, man, damn. Have you have going. you ever come across any of them that were like, okay, I'm, oh that I'm, should have been I'm a into thing. this. Um, maybe stuff that I wish happened. Wish uh, some relationships I shipped. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> maybe there's a um. Maybe there's fan fiction about us, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna have to leave. Like I'm just gonna have to move out completely if that shit. <laughs> if, if that ever happens, dude. Oh my goodness, I am so sorry. This dude's phone is going off. Also, if you start a podcast, silence your phone. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm so unfucking professional here. Um, yeah, let's, let's get into Splice real quick because Splice is disrupting the production game overall. Disrupting in a bad way? Disrupting in a way where it's making everybody shift their business. As far as like producers selling to other producers, they're making it a little more difficult because Splice is makes it so efficient for you to find new sounds new drum sounds new samples new one shots anything like sound wise it's almost it's it's like all available on splice i see so buying sample packs from other producers it's starting to be phased out because there's just no need for that anymore. yeah splice is like just a bigger uh convenient market exactly like why buy a 20 dollar sample pack for a sample like for only why buy a sample pack for 20 bucks when you're only going to use one of those samples why not pay a subscription fee and browse through millions of samples and choose the ones that you want i see there they took away the producer direct to consumer side pretty much yeah man so it's either get with splice or or, or fail yeah damn because there's there are millions of packs and sounds on Splice right now. Yeah, and when I hear about the Splice model, I'm just like, dude, that's 
smart that's yeah. efficient mm -hmm. and there's and they have other stuff too like they have projects that you can download like they I, i mean i talked about this before but they had somebody recreate the stranger things intro mm -hmm. and they made that project available to uh splice users yeah and um yeah and they also have vsts on there that you can purchase or rent to own um they have a big community that you can share your tracks with like there's just a lot of stuff that splice is doing that nobody else is doing and it's making it harder for producers that sell to producers to continue their business if they don't join splice or just change the way they're going about their business yeah well so splice disrupting the game is like they're they kind of created the new way right yeah well something about the new way is it's always going to get taken away by the next new way yeah so it's just about finding like the way out of splice yeah it's 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 finding the way out of splice or following their their business model which is the, what i'm doing now mm -hmm. i've been in in production with this fucking designer for like over seven months now which is taking it's taking super long but i'm trying to redesign my entire website to be a subscription-based website where you don't have to buy packs you just have to pay a subscription fee and you get access to million like hundreds of sounds mm -hmm. and you could just download them you know from your computer like one by one yeah you don't that have sounds to fire buy the entire pack and you only use one sound yeah because really i'm probably only gonna like like three different 808s <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> like i just it just doesn't make sense to go about it any other way yeah you know? until the next way which i don't i don't even know what the next way would even what would that even look like you Dude, know? yeah but we never know until we really see it yeah that's true which is it's crazy like um they're the amazon of i guess Ooh, that's the, a good way to put it the producing world mm -hmm. and amazon let me just say this dude i'm pretty sure everybody feels this way but amazon is the fucking move bro I mean, yeah amazon's pretty fire two day shipping sometimes next day mm -hmm. how do you beat that yeah 60 day return policy it, it's hard to beat you don't have to leave your house to buy something it comes with like movies tv shows you it's pretty far dude you could Alexa. get like our our grocery deliveries oh yeah like same day shit same day shit from whole foods at that from whole foods you don't have to leave your house and you don't have to like the inefficiency of driving <laughs> emitting gas emitting fuels into the air well here maybe my perspective from the clothing side can can kind of work in in this um splice conversation mm -hmm. so like clothing wise right or like streetwear in general um kind of like the thing is to get something that the masses don't have mm -hmm. so like that's why people are getting into um really unique things or mm -hmm. like one of ones or like right. custom like i'm doing mm -hmm. so like maybe the just to be different you just have to have that different shit that unique shit yeah just be unique yeah and yeah that's basically what any other i mean any innovation is just something no, there that <laughs> isn't what's already out there yeah so i guess just do it but differently i guess yeah which you, sounds like you're already well doing. what's what's the what's the like is do you see an inefficiency in the way uh the fashion world is working right now inefficiency yeah well I just don't like the direction that um, some styles are heading into, mm -hmm. but that's just my personal taste. Yeah. Um, some inefficiencies, though. Because that's really where innovation comes from, is just fixing the inefficient things. Yeah. Um, I think I spoke about them on the pod before, but Farfetch is kind, they kind of already covered that, that, um, the inefficiency. So they covered up the latest one I had in mind, which is what? Uh, kind of like being like the Amazon. <laughs> 
Well, oh. maybe not a subscription base, but they source from many different stores and boutiques all over the world. So you can you don't have to go to each website to find them. You can mm-hmm. click on that product and it says, here's the price from this store, this store, this store. And it's like Chegg for clothes. Kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Chegg, damn. Yeah, you remember Shag? Yeah. <laughs> for fucking books. Damn, dude. Fuck books. Yeah, shout out to... Dude, my last two years of college, I didn't buy one book. Oh, yeah? That's yeah. good. Because... And, and all my classes had... not that was That's not even on some, oh, I'm such a fucking rebel. Like, I'm not going to buy the book. But that's just literally because we would never use any of the books in any of the classes, even though the textbook says that it's mandatory. Yeah. When I was going to school... I would I would buy the books and then still not use them and then still pl- pass the class. So like, what are we really Damn, doing? Damn, he wasted a lot of money. Then. Yeah, but so then I ended up I and then I stopped buying the books and yeah. then and you stopped going to college. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! Don't no. listen to Jay. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you could you could go back to school just for the fuck of it. Yeah, I could. But are you? Maybe. No, nah, you're probably not. Probably not. I mean, I I have thought about going back to school. I would go to school for something very specific. Yeah, rather same. than as broad as most majors right i because i the other day i was uh actually thinking about signing up for sign language classes again mm-hmm. because i'm super rusty and i just missed the invite that environment um yeah. because it was my life you know for like two years so it's crazy how much you want to get out of something and then how much you long to get back in it like after you've taken a break from it you know yeah. like when i remember when i was in college i was like man i can't wait to be graduated and fucking doing my thing just just, i just want to be out of here and then now that i'm out it's been like what two years since i've been out of college and that's like i hella miss college yeah i miss you you think you miss college itself or you just miss like mm, the structure i just think i miss everything about it just like walk yeah like going to going to class going well because i worked at school too so like going to work seeing everybody being social um yeah, but maybe it's because I only think about the good and not I'm not thinking about yeah, all the, the times that were, like, really rough. Because when I think about UNLV, I think about, like, sororities yelling at me. Damn, you get yelled at by sororities. Dude, like, you would walk from, like, the library to the, um, the student union, right? Mm-hmm. But on the way, there's, like, everyone trying to recruit you for, like, oh, some okay. shit right, or, right, like, right. I don't know, someone praising their religion like over there is mm-hmm. just it's wild it's madness is, is that how it is for like the first week or is that how it is every day definitely going hard for like the first month and it slows down a little bit and then it comes back it's like yeah there's like schedule to it yeah i hate people trying to sell to me yeah dog that's like don't sell me your religion my dude like hold on i already donated blood yesterday bro. <laughs> yeah it's okay sir you, you know you rejuvenate blood <laughs> you're gonna like people are like limping out of there <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks for the cookie <laughs> they're doing it for the fucking cookie yeah um going back to the the whole splice thing i think um if you're relying oh i guess this doesn't really have anything to do with splice but more about algorithm mm-hmm. if you're vulnerable to an algorithm then I feel like that's the quickest way to fail. Like if you're if you're banking on YouTube pushing your video to everybody else, like that is going to fail soon. You know? Yeah. Because they're gonna eventually switch that's gonna that they're gonna make a switch that's gonna be better for them and it's gonna make it harder for you. And if your entire career is built on hitting the algorithm, then you're kind of fucked. Instead of focusing on uh catering to the fans that you have now and just building the small fan base that you have now Mm -hmm. like if you just focus on that and not worry about the algorithm then i think 
the audience will take care of you in the long run yeah that's a you think that kind of ties into the slow and steady growth yeah over, for sure yeah, okay then the then the exponential growth in like one day yeah like no matter how i think about it like i'd much rather have the slow and steady growth. yeah the slow and steady is always the way because like when it's your time you'll be ready for it yeah strong foundation like if you made a youtube channel right now and got a million views tomorrow like yeah it's cool it, you're fucking you have all these views you have all these subscribers but you have no work ethic yeah you have no knowledge of like how to sustain this unless for some reason for like five years you were making youtube videos for other people yeah then yeah then then that would make yeah, sense but you've already been prepared that's though. deserved yeah. yeah you you deserve that yeah but some people just get really really lucky some people do get really and lucky. they they get lucky with that one video and my my number one example is always that dude who was making these like he was remaking these songs in a funny way he would never show his face he would remake them on the piano in like a comedic way and they would get like millions of views and then after his maybe seventh video, he was like, hey, guys, this is like getting overwhelming. Um, I can't continue this channel anymore. I'm going to have to stop making videos. And he deleted his channel. Nice. He had a million views every video. Dude, funny is probably the number one driving force to, yeah. like, to viral. Yeah, for sure. It has to be funny. It has to be shareable. Like people have to share it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And funny's easy to share. It's so easy to share. Like you're not going to share fucking motivational speeches you know all the time people do at least we i mean our in our group we don't really do that no hell no <laughs> i'm deleting you yeah. <laughs> fuck can you imagine i'm can you imagine someone saying that to you yo i'm deleting you yo it's like 8 a.m and like you, 808 a.m 808 a.m you uh you hit the group chat you're like good morning my kings here's a here's a good video for today <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> Make sure you slay today. <laughs> no cap. No cap, my G. Um, yo, do have you ever in your YouTube watching career, have you ever disliked a video? Dislike? No. Nah. N never. Never. Have you ever commented anything negative? No. And you've been on YouTube for like seven years, right? Since it started, pretty much. Like this culture, yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So... I'm trying to understand where disliking YouTube videos comes from. Like what? Like why they made the system? That and like why do people do it? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the only people that do do it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> glad we're on the same page on that uh, one. <laughs> uh, I feel like the people that do, do um, dislike videos uh -huh. is they're just like little kids. Oh, okay. And Most just, of the time. They're just doing it for what? Attention? Because, like, nobody sees who's di who dislikes it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's a little rebellious. Oh, okay. I can see that. Whereas, like, people that are that are kind of older, they're like, dude, I just don't have time for this video if it's not interesting, so I'm going to go right. out and watch something else. You know what? I do understand disliking videos as far as, like, things that are videos that um, don't provide the value that you were looking for let's say like oh yeah like you get rickrolled yeah exactly dislike like if you're trying to watch a video on how to i don't know clean your screen and then the video isn't even about that like it's about fucking uh signing up for a course or something of how to clean your of screen. how to clean your screen <laughs> then then the dislike is it's deserved but yeah. other than that i don't understand yeah or how about people announcing that they're going to dislike it? Man, somebody hit me with that the other day. They're like, yo, I, I really don't like these uh, clickbait uh, titles. I'm going to dislike this video. I was like, 
my dude you're really gonna do that right now just like okay just just like a move on dog (laughs) (laughs) i mean it definitely bothered me more than it should have just because like i was like man this guy really took the time out of his day which he's probably going through something because he's hurt people hurt people hurt people hurt people my g so he was trying to hurt me and did it it bothered you it bothered me because i was like it bothered me because he was bothered yeah enough to do that yeah you, you know what bothered me which i wish it didn't was uh i found that someone unfollowed me but but i thought that we i thought we had like mutual like i fuck with you but then there we go that i follow you you follow me complex yeah that shit's it's a tough one dude yeah because like i thought we were cool it's a slippery slope so then and then i i saw it and i was like oh, this is weird he's not following me. yeah it doesn't say follow wait what is it how did you know that he didn't follow he didn't follow you anymore uh i don't know what is it supposed to say follows you right something uh, on on twitter it says that on instagram it doesn't i think on instagram when you search for somebody it says oh, oh follows you yeah follows Got you. you and i was like this is weird and then were you upset it I wasn't upset, but it did bother me way more than I was expecting it to. Yeah. Because it shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. Right. It shouldn't. Because I unfollow people all the time. Exactly. <laughs> and that, and it's not even like on some personal shit. It's just like, well, I just don't like what you're posing anymore. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't, uh, really just see it. focus on your content like that. So. Yeah. Hey man. Purge. <laughs> huh? I don't know. I want to, I want to be bougie with the purge. Like, like in hit, what way? like hit, like hit like 10,000 oh, followers then and then purge. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, that's pretty, it's, it's a, that's pretty notable. That way, when people would look it up, you're like, they're like, damn, he, he's too cool now. <laughs> and really, because I'm back there like, yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should have a national purge day. That would be cool. Dude, then I'm not going to have any followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, y'all can unfollow me. I don't, I don't, really, I don't really give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Honestly, like I, when i hit 10k on instagram i was like man this, none of this shit fucking matters anyways dude swipe up doesn't work no it's not that it doesn't work i was just like because i thought before i hit 10k i was so i was so convinced that i was just going to not be happy but i was just going to be satisfied and i like i'd be okay with just being at 10k and then i remember the day after i hit 10k i was like man i kind of went hit 11k mm-hmm. and then now i'm like dude none of this shit matters because if you're just thinking about numbers you're always going to be looking for the bigger number i'm not exactly looking for numbers i just want swipe up literally you yeah, just want that. i want yeah it looks really <laughs> yeah. fun <laughs> yeah are you gonna use it for good or are you gonna troll people i'll probably use it for good and i have a reason why because i've stopped posting memes and I think people take me more seriously now. <laughs> hey, man, that's the move. I mean, yeah, you know, people that joke around all the time and you don't really know when to take them serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, was I, you, be, I think I was becoming that guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> because you posted so many memes, I feel like every post, that even that wasn't, the posts that weren't meme uh, <laughs> like, they thought it was, you know what I'm saying? They thought it was a meme. <laughs> yeah the ones i was trying to be dead ass about they're yeah. like oh damn that's pretty funny dog like hold on <laughs> what you, i'm what serious you, yeah. <laughs> my pet snake just died what do you mean <laughs> please buy this god yeah i feel you not but swipe up i would use for good okay and not you would never never troll maybe yeah i, th- I feel like you would it's, it's just part of my dna dude yeah dude it's just part it's just part of you bro you just that's the type of character you are a dark moody troll 
Why do you have to say it like that? Oh, it's not a bad thing. That's just... It's not a bad thing. It's not bad if it's the truth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, man. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, shout out to Tyler, the creator, real quick, because something that he said in a, a Zane Lowe interview really st- stuck out to me. And or it wasn't even fucking Tyler. It wasn't Zane? It wasn't even that. Either interview. of them? <laughs> it wasn't even either of them. It was fucking Clancy, his manager. Nice. That said it in a Rap Radar uh, podcast. And Clancy said that Tyler never focuses on the results and mm-hmm. he only focuses on the process and moving on meaning like he'll only like if he's working on an album he'll only focus on the album and when the album is out he's already moving on to other endeavors and other albums he's not caring about how many streams it got you know all the accolades that he's gonna he's gonna get from it he's just focused on the work yeah and that really stuck out to me because like if you just literally focus on the work like yeah, caring about results can help you, and it can also help you. But I think if your principle is to only think about the work that you're doing, it'll take you so much farther. Yeah, because if you're focusing on the work side, you're gonna you're gonna take whatever comes after that like as it is. Because mm-hmm. you're like, yo, I I put in this amount of work, that's fine with me. Yeah, like I did as hard as I could. And you're not thinking like, oh man, this last song only got a hundred thousand plays, like. W- that's going to affect the way you work on the next thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that really stood, stood out to me. I don't know why I'm bringing that up. That has nothing to do with kind of what we were talking about now. But I, no, just, I think that's I, relevant. I think, about, I think about that all the time because there's a lot of times where I think about the results that I've gotten and yeah. it's kind of hindered me in on working on, like, something else. Yeah. Because I thought about the results of that and I'm like, well, what if this doesn't work out the way that didn't work out? Well, like, to go back to Days Before Rodeo, um a lot of people that were involved with the process can't they reiterate that of how hard working Travis was during that time and he was really focused on every detail and you could hear it now mm-hmm. or like listening to the project yeah he was just focused on the details and- every single part of it and it came out fire so if you just work hard at the process it's gonna come out relatively fire yeah, <laughs> to you yeah, to, yeah you. to you to you and there that's you really go. what all that matters like fuck if it's to you yeah who cares about like uh what other people think if you fuck with it that's all that matters yeah for real especially like in anything subjective like any art that can be well i guess all art is subjective mm-hmm. so if you're fo- if you're working on art like who don't 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 care about what jay thinks don't yeah. care about what i think just make just make it bro yeah. Because, like, again, I've talked about this before. If I ever ask for validation on any of my music from you or Mers or Germ or whoever is in my life, I probably wouldn't have put out as much music and been as successful as I've been today if I was looking for validation from any of you guys. To go back on that, I know a couple of weeks ago we said, like, yo, fuck validation from peers. Like, I still feel that way, kind of. Like, fuck validation. But I do like to have my that opinion from my peers yeah okay that's that's fine yeah that's if that works for you then that 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 works for you yeah not that it's going to take away from anything that i'm going to do yeah because i worked hard at it right so So if that does i guess if that doesn't take anything away from what you're doing and it doesn't stop you from doing something then yeah cool get all the validation that you want get all the opinions from other people that you want i'm not against that i'm just against getting opinions from other people and then letting their opinions stop you from doing something yeah there we go that that's 
Yeah. Yeah. Like if I showed you a beat right now and you said, yo, I don't really like this and that's going to stop me from putting it out. Well then, well, what the fuck was that for? Yeah. You shouldn't have showed it. If, if that's how you're going to take that, it. Yeah. If that's how I react to uh, criticism or feedback, then yeah. you should know yourself enough to not show anybody and just fucking put it out. Yeah. Just put it out, dude. Jay is just one human being with an opinion. Like that's a lot of bad opinions. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Don't let my man bring you down, dude. It's just not fucking worth it. Because I'm going to bring you down. And you know why? Why? Hurt people. Hurt people, my dude. It's hey, quote of the day, dude. Man. Hurt people, hurt people. That shit is wild. Realize, realize. <laughs> you forgot the the last one. Which one? Realize. Oh, yeah. I just, I just couldn't, help, I couldn't help it. Yeah. Realize, realize, realize. Man, it's so funny to say it. Hey man, once if you ha- if you've never heard that, write that shit down. Yeah, carpe that fucking DM. Yeah, carpe that DM, my 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 boys, my, <laughs> my boys and my Mark fam. Um, let's talk about acne closing out because you know both of us have struggled with acne uh, as of lately. Lee. Yeah, because uh, what'd you say in when we were in Europe, we didn't really have it. Yeah, when we went to Europe a couple years ago, both of us were relatively clear. Um, and th- that was actually the time where I didn't give a fuck about my face and mm. I was touching it all the time. I was eating cheese. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I wasn't concerned about my health really. You know, yeah. I wasn't drinking water the way I'm drinking water now. I just wasn't giving a fuck. Yeah. And now. Now that you give a fuck. I now, now I give a fuck because I have uh, broken out. So. Yeah. What is this um, new thing you're on? What's this new hack? Oh, okay. So. My new hack for acne is to not dwell in the mirror, you know, because I, I'm, I, I don't like making assumptions, but I'm going to make an assumption about people with acne. Let's go. My assumption is that you stare at yourself in the mirror for an unhealthy amount of time every single day. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that's pretty accurate? It's accurate for me. Longer than you think. And I caught myself the other day because like, I have a certain morning routine, right? And I know the time that I'm supposed to be at this place at this time. And when I realized that I was like 20 minutes over. Oh, shit. I was like, I I literally was just looking at my face for for that long. Yeah. So that made me realize like looking at myself in the mirror and looking at my acne up close and personal literally does nothing for me. Because one, people don't look at me as close as I look at myself in the mirror. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you never get that close to anybody ever. Yeah. And two, knowing that you have a pimple on your nose or a pimple on your cheek, like, that does, that information does nothing for you but kill your confidence. So if I look at myself in the mirror, I have to look at myself from the distance that I feel like most people are going to look at me at, which is like seven feet. Mm-hmm. That's like the closest I'll get to somebody. <laughs> God damn, that's a big bubble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seven feet is probably the closest I'll get to somebody throughout my day. This dude has like a, a car garage, a, a three car garage <laughs> yeah. radius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's going in that. <laughs> no one's fucking getting near. <laughs> but like, and it's just helped me a, a ton because like not knowing the, the acne that I have on my face when I walk into certain situations, like when I walk to the, when I go to the gym and I don't know what's on my face currently. Mm. I have so much more confidence because I don't know what's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not really focused on the results. No. You're just focused on the process. The process. Exactly. Oh my, look at, dude, look at, we're just coming full circle over here. We could write a stand-up. Dude, we could write a book. Man, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope it helps somebody because, you know, when people talk about acne on their YouTube channel or podcast, I, I yeah. that's always the part where I perk up because like, 
I have acne. Yeah. You know? I mean, I definitely look at my face a lot. I'm already, like, narcissistic as it is. Oh, and so, God. like, because of my face routine, I just be staring at my face now. I'm sure. But I have implemented a charcoal face mask. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought uh, a serum. So my cool. first time doing a serum ever. So I hope, I hope it works. And just know, when you start new products... Your, your glands tend to get over-sebaceous. Amen. The purge. <laughs> Your face is purging. <laughs> My face is purging the motherfucking followers. Dog. That's one of the the worst things to read when you're reading about like new products. Because I'm sure people I, again, I don't like making assumptions, but I'm gonna assume uh-huh. that people with acne, they be looking up stuff about their acne all the time. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know it. It fucking sucks to read that. Like when you try new products, your face might purge. Yeah, you know, what's under the surface? A, a lot of products I've been um, looking up lately, saying the directions like. Yo, do a patch test first mm-hmm. for 24 hours and then and then go ahead and... Do you follow that? Yeah. Okay, good. Because sometimes I get mad impatient, though, where I'm like, yeah. I just want to do it now. But yeah. but yeah, I have to follow. Otherwise, I might... I don't know. Use my explode or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. You might explode. Yeah. Acne is, is literally like um, uh, working out. Or the, the I guess the, the process of trying to get rid of your acne is like working out. It's it's really hard to see the results. Oh, I see. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but you just have to keep at it. You have to stick with it. Yeah. Like, and and you won't if you look at yourself every single day. You're not gonna notice a difference because it. I I feel like I look the same from when I first started working out. Yo, some things really placebo the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hold on. Do, I do look brighter today, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my tits do look a little perky today. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm on my period. Yeah, hold up. Per- our, perky t- our perky tits, just another word for ski ramp tits? Ooh. I don't think so. Not to me. No? Not to me. Perky tits are just small. <laughs> I, I think ski ramp shapes are perky Mm -hmm. but i don't think perky means ski ramp Mm. yeah Uh, yeah i respect that that's a good answer Mm -hmm. that's a nice safe answer nice safe please don't attack me answer (laughs) media that's a media trained ass answer (laughs) (laughs) i fuck with that dude i'm politically correct yeah you're pc over here yeah pc boy for the mac (laughs) yeah damn and you're still over there with your fucking old dude i said i said I think on like episode 10, I was like, oh, I'm getting a new laptop this Christmas. I still yeah. got this old piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Spent your money on a new table. Though. God damn. I have a new table. <laughs> I have a whole new IQ house. It's cool, man. Priorities change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, priorities like, change. Priorities sure. change. People change and hurt people. Hurt people. Amen. 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 <laughs> Yo. That's a good way to close. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to close. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the Family Mar Podcast. This has been Jay and I. We're going to sign out now. Signing out. See you all next time. Do, 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 do. Do, do. Belt. Peace. Peace. Peace.